0: This is a DMB Society podcast. You're tuned in to Remastered with Sean and Matt, a guided look into the live catalog of the Dave Matthews Band. Hey everyone, welcome on in. This is Matt and Sean from the pod that Jane likes, and you are listening to Remastered, which is a brand new endeavor. It's our guided look into the live catalog of the Dave Matthews Band. Um, Sean, how's it going? We're uh, both of us very excited to get this going. It's been a long time coming here.
1: Hey, Matt. Yeah, really excited uh, to, to dive into. It's a project that you and I have been talking about for a little while now, and we were really excited to, um, to first kind of uh, know that we were on the same page with, with the idea of putting something like this together and then to have it get off the ground and uh, to be involved uh, in a collaboration effort the way that we are here. It's, it's really exciting, um, both in the early stages of what Remastered is, and also uh, there's a level of excitement with, with what Remastered can become
0: yeah absolutely um we knew we wanted to do other things on the dmb under the dmb society podcast network umbrella um a lot of times when we record an episode of the pod the jane likes with uh with trisha and Jeanette, uh we are geeking out so hard all four of us and you're really just hearing kind of the tip of the iceberg from all of us when we record there's a lot of deep diving that we do some stuff that we don't want to get into too much minutia because we don't want you to necessarily turn it off, but all bets are off here on remastered. Uh, we are going to geek out hard. We are going to talk about um, uh, the, the deep catalog that Dave Matthews band has uh, in their history. And we've had this great opportunity. It really felt like such the right time as we're able to start a collaboration with mm. dmbremasters.org. If you are not familiar with dmbremasters.org, you should be. Uh, Jamie and Leo, who run that site, do an amazing job selecting shows from hours and hours of taper pulls, um, other kinds of streams, video captures, and then you'll you'll hear me talk about this a lot today and moving forward. Really, what it takes to peel the onion back uh, and and get into the different layers of a recording from a taper pull or from another type of uh, of capture Um, if you go onto their website right now they have um, a few dozen shows dating all the way back to the early 90s that they have gone in and fully remastered Um, and these recordings are tremendous Uh, they really offer a brand new look at things and that's really what we want to bring to you on remastered here on the DMB society podcast network we want to bring you some stuff that you may have never heard before some stuff that you might have heard before but haven't heard in a while and you're going to be hearing it in a brand new light and we're going to be releasing regular episodes in collaboration with dmbremasters.org so today our episode that comes out will also have a companion um, song list track list that is going to be available on dmbremasters.org so our hope is that you either listen to that before or after our podcast and it gives you some insight into how things have come about how that show was selected what was going on with the band uh with dave with whoever else is involved during that time and really offer some insight and and as i said a companion to those recordings which as i said sound um tremendous we always recommend when you do go listen to Anything on dbremasters.org that you're using the best possible audio equipment that you can, that you can get your hands on. So if you have a nice pair of headphones, if you have a nice uh, AV hi-fi setup, you know, you can listen on a Bluetooth speaker. You can listen on your phone speaker, but really the place that you're going to hear a tremendous amount of improvement is going to be mm-hmm. through, uh, you know, the best hi-fi audio stuff that you can get your hands on um so that's that's sort of our goal here on remastered Um, i know sean uh, i am very excited to get this going we have a great collaboration to talk about today we have some stuff in the works already for the future for both remastered but also for the pod that jane likes and um you know i couldn't be more excited to get this started with you
1: absolutely i i echo all of those thoughts and and First and foremost, I, I just want to kind of reiterate what you were saying, Matt, if you're unfamiliar with what dmbremasters.org is doing, it's definitely worth some time to jump onto their site to browse around. I know speaking uh, for me personally, I've been a fan of what these guys have been doing for quite some time. They, they're active um, in the online community. Most notably, they, they uh, do an, an awful lot of uh, contributing on the uh, the ANS message boards and and they've always done such a great job of of taking things uh, both present DMB stuff, old DMB stuff, everything in between, and kind of polishing it up, and and almost making it high def is is kind of uh, the easiest way to uh, I think look at what they're doing. It in actuality, it's a whole lot more than that. Um, but if if you boil it down, they're they're kind of taking things that have existed in one form or another and and really making them sound, kind of giving them new life almost. I know I have spent some time in their archives, browsing around um, late nights with uh, just kind of lost in some of the catalogs of, of music that they've put together. One of the things that's so noticeable to me is if you take a recording uh, prior to them remastering it and listen side by side and kind of compare the differences in some ways, They're bringing out things in the music that through original taper poles, you might not even know existed. Uh, Maybe something that Stefan's doing, something Leroy's doing, something that Tim's doing, you know, we could go on and on about that. But they're able to take a lot of these taper poles and uh, kind of fine tune them and tweak them and and, um, no pun intended, but master them in a way that really breathes new life into uh, what some of these audio recordings are and it's so much fun uh, to revisit these different moments in the history of the band
0: yeah i think i think where we're at in our society right now and um i think we talked about this on the pod the chain Likes a, a week or two ago we're all about immediacy we can't wait for anything you know we want a tape of the show we were at last night waiting for us when we wake up in the morning you know it's yeah. uh, it's really you know you want to hear <laughs> as quickly as possible what that is and really the long and the short of it is that really does a disservice to what what you could be listening to um, mm-hmm. and that's really what uh what dnbremasters.org you know is all about is again as you said breathing new life into some of these older recordings i know when i used to download taper pulls, which i you know i still do now but i used to download a ton of them um, this is when there were fewer and fewer uh, live releases from the band. So we're talking when I was really starting to get into things like early 2000s, you know, you'd pull, you'd pull a, a taper pull from the night before or two nights before, um, and it would sound good, but you'd put on, you know, live at Central Park or you'd put on uh, maybe live tracks one or even listener supported. and it, it, w- it would be a whole different world. You know, you just, there would just be no way that you could compete with that. and. You know, we're, we're sort of at the mercy of what DMB wants to release from a, you know, they don't release every show. They don't release every show, you know, soundboard um, or stream as some other bands do. Um, I'd love to see them do more of that. But what's great about this is that dmbremasters.org and uh, and Remastered together are going to be able to, you know, guide you through some of that back catalog that they've already done. And then also some, uh, some new catalog that we've. Uh, that we're working on together so it really is going to be uh, a lot of fun moving forward we hope that you find all of this very accessible and listenable please if you uh, if you have any issues uh, playing the songs uh, or finding our podcast please reach out on socials uh, and we'll be happy to you know guide you as best we can uh, through the process because when you get it and you get it right man is it awesome um, it is. Uh, I've, I've yes, had so is. much fun, uh, specifically uh, with the what we're going to talk about in a second here, but also with the entire catalog that's been up there. It's just been such a treat. Smile on my face, grin, if you will, uh, going through and listening to uh, everything that we've listened to.
1: One thing that I want to throw out there, Matt, before we jump into the first selection in uh, the collaboration that uh, Remastered has with with dmbremasters.org. Um, one of the, the thoughts that kind of kept popping up in my head as, as we were getting ready to launch this project is that at the end of the day, the heart and soul of the Dave Matthews Band lives in a live setting. And an awful lot of people, including myself, fell in love with this band thanks to their taping policy and the community of trading mm-hmm. tapes, on various platforms, it's it's what brought a lot of people in. Um, it's what brought me in, and and the ability to kind of follow the way that songs change over time, the way the sound of the band overall changes over time. Um, not every band has that ability, uh, or not every band kind of is continually changing and growing, and 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 the live setting is is so real and raw. Um, but the DMB setting is that, and, and I, I very much do, I've always felt that uh, live DMB is kind of the heart and soul of this band. So mm-hmm. any project that is kind of focusing on that, uh, I'm very interested in. And, and this one specifically, I'm, I'm really looking forward to sinking my teeth into it.
0: Absolutely. So let's, uh, without further ado, let's dive in to, uh, no pun intended, let's dive into <laughs> our first collaboration with dmbremasters.org on remastered, which is Dave Matthews Acoustic Tracks Volume 1. And what this is, there are going to be three volumes of acoustic tracks. This is the first of the three volumes. And these recordings have all been taken from various Dave Matthews solo performances, uh, specifically on this first acoustic track song list. Uh, from from volume one, these are all pandemic recordings. So these are all when Dave was uh, live streaming from his home studio uh, solo uh, by request. Uh, we'll talk a little bit more about that because there's a fun little connection with the pod that Jane likes um, and, uh, and and Dave was playing these songs uh, for the first time in a lot of cases. You know, we, we were hearing these songs, Dave Solo, uh, for the first time in a very, very long time. Um, If you talk to people in the know, people who have listened to old tapes, there is a Dave solo show back in 2002, which is from Benaroya Hall in, uh, I think it's Seattle. And uh, that is the definitive Dave Matthews solo recording. It is just fantastic. It's about an hour and a half long. And Dave just really plays his ass off to be completely frank with you. Uh, And go listen to that if you haven't listened to it before. but. I'd like to think that this is going to be to, to rival that. Just just listening to what I've listened to, and um, uh, and hearing what I've heard uh, has just been such a treat. Uh, Sean, why don't you take us through uh, what these performances were, how they came about, and really just set the stage for uh, for Acoustic Tracks Volume One?
1: Yeah. So what's so interesting about the first version uh, in this series is. Where these performances came from, and uh, interestingly enough, the uh, all of the performances come to us from uh, really a a scary period of time. Um, and i'm and I'm talking about the uh, the covid nineteen pandemic that um, kind of forced the entire world really to deal with. All of these performances uh, come from somewhere between twenty 2020 twenty and twenty twenty one. As you mentioned, Matt, they are coming to us from various locations. Whether it's uh, Dave's studio at home, there is a farm aid performance in there. There's there's performances sprinkled in uh, that didn't take place in the the Matthews residence, but a lot of them do come from there. And then they were broadcast to us online, whether it was through um, a Sirius XM request show or whether it was a Verizon live performance show. Um, I mentioned Farm Aid. So there's a few different things that took place during the pandemic when everyone was forced to stay in their house. This was kind of the only way that we were able to have access to some sense of normalcy in a way, even if it was just for a few moments or a half hour or whatever it ended up being. So a dark time for sure. But these performances, uh, for a lot of people, including myself, were very much a little sliver of uh, of normalcy.
0: Yeah, and I think what's, uh, what's great about these recordings as a whole is the way that we were consuming this media at the time, you know, especially you think back to there's a... Um, Uh, Dancing Nancy's from the collection here is from that first Verizon Pay It Forward show, which happened on March 26th of 2020. So, you know, we're we're two weeks into COVID lockdown and Dave is somehow broadcasting this out to the masses from his home. You know, clearly the amount of uh, quality equipment that he had and the amount of just overall time that Verizon had to put this together... It wasn't necessarily the best it certainly did improve as these recordings as you look at later dates on here so like for example um there is some stuff from 2021 in april uh april of 2021 but especially like that first recording of dancing nancy's we we just didn't have great a great way to consume it and um be all of these recordings there's been painstaking you know hours and upon hours that uh, uh, that the team over at DB Remasters has taken, um, Jamie specifically, I know had had devoted over 40 hours of work to this project, um, and took out nearly uh, 500 clicks and pops from digital noise, which to me is just mind blowing. You know, listening through to this, you know, 45 minutes of music and taking out that many clicks and pops and hisses, I've done you know, some editing in the past and that just doesn't sound like a lot of fun, <laughs> but the <laughs> results are uh, are incredible. The other thing that uh, I had in my notes as a whole, when you listen to this, and I should mention that because this is volume one of three, this volume focuses on songs that have come from Crash, from Under the Table and from Remember Two Things. In the future, when there, when our other collaborations hit, those will include songs from the other studio albums. But right now, the focus is crash under the table and remember two things and one of the things that i love about listening to this is you would think that with a collaboration and with a collection of songs that were brought in all brought in from all different places that the audio levels would fluctuate a little bit because you had different source material well jamie's gone in and edited this in such a way that it sounds like one crystal clear performance from start to finish These recordings, as I said, are crisp, they're clean, they're clear. It's like they've peeled a piece of the onion away as you, you know, you're trying to get back to imagining that Dave Matthews is sitting in front of you with just his guitar and playing. Um, It really is uh, overall an incredible experience. You can go and pull up, um, uh, this is the song that I used as an example, was the Ants Marching, which is the first track on here. You can pull up the YouTube clip. Listen to that; it sounds pretty good. But if you A B it with what they've done, it is like otherworldly. The dynamic range, um, the overall clarity is just uh, is just so good, and uh, it's it's just again, this was another recording that you know, once I really sat down and gave it a uh, a full listen, cover to cover, just put a smile on my face the whole time. <laughs>
1: Absolutely. Uh you make a great point with uh t- taking something like ants marching the lead track on on this compilation and and kind of listening in uh, to it in an AB format where you're comparing one to the other. It really jumps off the page with the difference in quality. Uh what they've put together here is a really enjoyable listen. I I also think that it is very much a uh it's a time capsule piece. Uh if if you consumed these performances the way that we did during the pandemic uh, i think it in in a lot of ways immediately transports me back to how important and and how meaningful these performances were during those times one specific performance that comes to mind for me is another one that's early in this compilation the third track is one sweet world a full version with an intro, uh, mind you, The the uh, my my favorite way, one of my favorite pieces of DMB music is is that little instrumental in, intro on One Sweet World. Mm-hmm. And yeah, at the beginning of the song, he talks about the fact that this song makes him think of Roy and he misses his voice on this song. To me, I totally hear what he's saying about Roy. Leroy did some pretty remarkable work over the years on One Sweet World. To me, this song always conjures up images of summer, and this particular version, which comes from October 2nd of 2020, very much came to us in what felt like an endless winter. Uh, It was in the middle of a pandemic. People are locked in their homes, lots of uncertainty. You didn't know from day to day what was happening, so this was very much, for me, a welcome reminder almost of the way that things used to be. And with any luck, maybe a little glimmer of getting back to what normal was.
0: Yeah, hundred percent, Sean, I, I echo that sentiment. Uh, I miss Leroy's voice as well, as much as Dave does on that track. We selected one sweet world, specifically the Leroy, uh, intro piece for our opener segment on the pod, the Jane likes. And, you know, it's just, just so great to hear Dave, um, playing that song with the full uh with the full intro because you don't get it anymore necessarily in a live setting i think sometimes you get it dave and tim but most of the time it's um uh it's it's just going right into the song um i also wanted to uh to mention here uh as far as the uh, the track listing goes you know in terms of standouts for me um i think one of the things that stands out the most on the compilation is Dave's choice to move to rockbridge guitars uh approximately I think it was ten or twelve years ago um, Dave started to exclusively use rockbridge guitars. If you listen to <clears throat> early d b recordings, Dave is playing on a uh, on a Chet Atkins guitar, which is very alive uh, if you will uh it's very lively it really matches Dave's voice back then. Um, and as he sort of progressed and, and the band became bigger, he ended up ditching the Chet Atkins guitar sort of after Crash and started to pick up other uh, manufacturers. He had some Martin guitars, some Taylor guitars. Um, but, and he was using Taylor, uh, you know, until 10 or 15, 10 or 12 years ago when he switched over to Rockbridge. And I think it's very evident as he plucks his way, strums his way through these songs on this recording. That Rockbridge really is such uh, an amazing fit for his voice. Now the you know fifty some odd year Dave Matthews voice now versus the twenty something thirty years ago, it's just so different. It's so soft and inviting, um, while also picking up Dave's amazing guitar work. You listen to this. If you listen to just Dave's guitar work on here, uh, especially with the remastered version, you know you're hearing every pluck. You're hearing you know, and, and Dave is. 98% flawless on his playing throughout being a guitar player. And really, like, I I would say 95% of the songs I know how to play on guitar are Dave Matthews songs. Um, I teach myself something else every once in a while, but, you know, knowing how hard some of these finger patterns are, you know, Dave doesn't get enough credit for how good of a guitar player he is, how he really inspired, I think, a generation of guitar players. And this collection of songs really showcases that. Uh, that was that. That also brought a huge smile to my face, being able to just listen to every little minute pluck and um, and strum throughout. So uh, I love this uh, this compilation for that reason as well. I did want to jump in real quick, um, just to mention that uh, the track liner Graves," which is on here, was dedicated to our very own Jeanette from the Pod that Jane likes. Yes, it was. Uh, it, which is really kind of cool. It's a fun little Easter egg to have here. On Remastered, Um, Jeanette submitted, like a lot of us did, a video recording requesting a specific song from Dave. And if you go seek that out, um, Jeanette's wearing a hat. She's sitting out on her porch. And Dave calls her Jeanette from New Jersey with a lovely hat. And Jeanette also calls herself (laughs) now Jeanette from New Jersey with a lovely hat. And uh, it's just great that that's included here on this this first collaboration on Remastered.
1: Yeah, absolutely. That will always be... Uh, a special performance, certainly for, for Jeanette, uh, but for all of us at the pod that Jane likes, um, we, we, um, have taken a little bit of ownership, I think over time that, uh, somebody on the podcast had that happen to them. Um, I want to quickly mention a couple of other things, Matt, that I thought really stood out to me in listening to this. Um, uh, kind of to go back to a little bit earlier in in this compilation tracks four and five and I'm talking about minarets and seek up and and you talked about how uh, the guitars that Dave plays present day have kind of evolved over time and have a little bit of a softer tone to them um, these two tracks really stood out to me the performances absolutely stood out to me but also if you dive a little bit deeper, into how long it's been since either of these songs have been played by dave in a solo setting it's kind of remarkable minarets uh this was the first dave solo performance since june 9th 1993 so if you do the math on that you're talking about over ten thousand days in between dave's solo performances of minarets you roll into the next track seek up um And a very similar story here, this was the first time that Seek Up had been played by Dave Solo since April 14th, 1996, uh, just shy of 9,000 days there in between solo performances. So kind of crazy uh, to think how much time passed in between these solo performances. And songs like Minarets and Seek Up, they're so hauntingly beautiful that I, I do think that they really translate well in such an intimate setting as dave being home alone with really nothing more than a guitar and a microphone we're talking about uh performances that came from the the siriusxm live at home by request event um pretty remarkable stuff that uh, it, it had been so long uh at least in a solo setting two other ones a little bit later in the compilation say goodbye it was the first time that that had been played by dave solo since april 14th 1996 cry freedom uh, cry freedom it's the first time that it had been played by dave solo since september 7th of 2002 that was a full band show actually at the gorge but dave came out for the encore and played cried freedom by himself so what this compilation brings us and what those early days of covid brought us is dave performing songs in a setting that really over time have become really uncommon and what's so great about having these now in this remastered format is it's a totally different experience, listening to Seek Up, listening to Minarets in this capacity with just Dave. Uh, it's it's a really really unique and and special way to consume this material.
0: Yeah, that's a lot of fun. Uh, that's a fun little uh, DMB Society nugget right there for you. <laughs> just going in and 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 figuring all of that out. That really is an incredible statistic. Um, which is, you know, which is a lot of fun. I I think it's, uh, you know, obviously COVID was a terrible time, but there were some fun things to come out of it. Uh, you know, other than like zoom hangouts with your friends, uh, all of these Dave solo performances were really a blessing and, and so needed at the time when they hit, you know, you said that they brought you back. Um, they did bring me back as well, uh, in a similar way to listening to walk around the moon for the first time, uh, you know, where there were songs that you were just like, wow, yeah, this this really strikes a chord with with me and with where I was at the time and uh, and all of that kind of stuff last thing I wanted to say about the recordings in general with a with a couple of uh, specific instances I think it's so interesting when Dave plays solo and he has nobody else to um, to riff on the music with uh, and and I think this mirrors the way that he is in person in like an interview setting where he doesn't like silence you know he always feels like there's a need for him to fill the space with uh, a noise or by telling another story, and it may not be the best decision, but he does it anyways kind of thing. I really enjoyed hearing that in a couple of different places on these recordings. Um, You know, I think, I forget what song it is that he ends on, and he says, Oh, well, or something like that right at the very end. I think it's one of the first songs on the recording. Um, uh, Ants, there's some fun vocal ad-libs Uh, especially at the end when he repeats lights down you up and die. He doesn't just end it like like a normal performance. He sings it, repeats it several times. So there there are some fun, um, you know, unique Dave solo performances on here. Um, And uh, and we really hope that you take the time to listen to all of them because it will be well worth your time. (laughs) It absolutely Um, will be. Absolutely. Well, thanks, Sean. This was uh, this was a lot of fun. Uh, I think we'll wrap it up here. And uh, we wanted to tell you a little bit about what's to come from Remastered. There will be other podcasts like this one for these Dave Matthews acoustic track releases. Um, We don't have an exact schedule set out yet, Um, but in addition to that, we have some other fun stuff planned. We've got um, some pod the Jane likes collaborations that we're gonna be doing. And I would be on the lookout sometime in february for i think when we first started to do this um for the most excited that i've been for any of the things that we've talked about um mid-february we're going to be coming out with a collaboration with dmbremasters.org um and we are going to release that uh, as i said mid-february and it is going to be a whole lot of fun uh i would stay tuned for that um that's all i'll say right now (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> it's it's an exciting release. Um, I, I echo what uh, your thoughts on that, Matt. I know when uh, when we first started to to kind of really get into this project, we were um, having a, an awful lot of fun and continue to with working uh, with with Jamie and Leo over at DMBRemasters.org to to kind of go through what they have access to. Um, and, and we've, we've been involved in, in, uh, and will continue to be involved in, in kind of selecting certain things that you're going to see, uh, put out there in the future. So, um, yeah, really exciting stuff. If, if you've got some downtime, check out their website. You'll, you'll certainly be glad that you did and, and look for a whole lot more material coming at you moving forward.
0: And please give us a follow. If you're listening to this on Instagram at remasteredpod. That's remastered pod on Instagram. Uh, you can also give DMB remasters a follow on Instagram at DMB remasters. And you should stay tuned to remastered pod on Instagram for our release schedule. We plan on doing this maybe once or twice a month, depending on what kind of content we have. Um, but we want to give the content time to breathe, time for you to listen to it. Uh, and so there really is no you know, time frame for listening to our recordings, um, specifically, you know, you want to take the time to listen to us and then go listen to, um, uh, to the, the, the collaboration or vice versa. You know, there, there really is no right or wrong way to do it, but just know that there's no, you know, time, uh, there, there's nothing time specific on here, uh, where you, you know, you need to rush into it. So please take your time, please enjoy. Um, and, uh, we will talk to you next time on remastered.